0: Martini Gene. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective even though our perspectives might not be shared. What is going on? How's everybody doing out there? I am doing all right. Got another special uh episode for you. This episode is called Episode 97. Hello, is it me you're looking for? Ghosting a Phantom Menace Free Spirit or ghoul guarding their soul, all right, so got a special guest for us to talk about this subject, um, and we're gonna get into it in a minute. um, I believe I believe this is a I don't know maybe eight nine year internet relationship, but this is gonna be our first time actually talking to each other, which is weird, <laughs> but I want everybody to introduce uh molly what's going on molly
1: hey everybody um and yes you are correct this is the first time i've ever heard your voice and the first time you have ever heard mine um (laughs) but we have been uh very cool and very close friends uh for i think about eight or nine years maybe almost a decade yeah that's
2: pretty cool though yeah yeah exactly (laughs) yeah that's
0: what i was thinking because i remember i remember I believe meeting you on Facebook and I'm, I've not been on there for like four or five years now. I've, I've, you know, RIP Facebook to me, you know, I I haven't gone on there in a very long time for reasons I've already talked about, but uh, yeah, I believe I met you on Facebook, correct?
1: That is correct. I don't remember exact. I don't remember if we met through maybe like a, a um, like a mutual interest group or if we just somehow ran across each other's profile, Mm -hmm. but we somehow became friends, and it's just been that way ever since, so pretty (laughs) cool though, because you just never know who you can meet, so. Yeah,
0: exactly, right, my goodness, (laughs) it's crazy, Uh, (laughs) so uh, first things first, so yes, we are going to talk about ghosting, and First, we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about signs of when someone is ghosting you. Then we'll talk about sometimes when it's okay to ghost someone or what to say instead of ghosting. And then, the big one, Molly's gonna help us out with being ghosted after a long-term relationship. Uh, that's gonna be uh, quite the doozy of oh, a story. Boy. <laughs> All right, but first, um, I would like to that's yeah. yeah. So um I like to know so uh, you I, I keep seeing on your profile uh, that you are a uh, social worker
1: that is correct yes sir
0: and I see that you uh, love saying that <laughs> so like what what um well first how did you get into the field
1: um well it, it's not necessarily... I mean, yes, I do love saying that. Um, I just, I'm just very proud to be a social worker Mm -hmm. because I feel like social workers are very vital to society because there's a lot of things that are going on right now. So I'm always a very big advocate for myself and my profession. All that to say, um, I actually became a social worker after a alternative spring break trip Mm -hmm. that I took in my junior year of undergrad, um, where I actually rebuilt houses um, in Chalmette, Louisiana after Hurricane Katrina, which, as everybody knows, completely devastated both uh, the Mississippi, pretty much the the Gulf region, but both Mississippi and Louisiana, specifically when the levees broke in New Orleans and flooded 80% of the city. Mm -hmm. So um, I had a wonderful experience. Uh, Our service trip was a week long. And then I actually had an internship doing the same thing that same summer in 2009 and absolutely fell in love with the city. And so that was part of my journey towards becoming a social worker. That is actually what led me into wanting to go into the social work profession in order to help those who may be underrepresented, you know, as some people say, those who may not have a voice in certain situations in society. So that is part of the reason of what led me to the social work profession itself.
0: Mm -hmm. So um, where were you originally from?
1: So originally, I'm from Florida. Um, I tell people the Tampa Bay area because they've at least heard of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But where I'm actually from is uh, the Clearwater area. But okay. most people don't know where Clearwater Beach is unless they've actually been to Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is actually that is actually the area that I'm from.
0: Okay. And you went from Florida to uh, New Orleans.
1: Because... To New Orleans, correct, uh, to Louisiana. Um, and then I actually went back to school and got my master's degree in social work. Nice. And then moved up to a job presented itself and moved up to the Baton Rouge area um, for a better opportunity.
2: All right. So absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes.
0: So, so the hurricane Katrina was like your big, was that the motivation for you going to Louisiana or was there something
1: else? No, that was, that was the biggest factor for me was wanting to be in the city of new Orleans because a lot of people, who knew me after i came back from my uh from the spring break trip and then also from my internship in the summer that was all i could talk about i could not stop talking about new orleans and wanting to be back in the city and a couple people even said oh my god can we get somebody can somebody get this girl to new orleans so she can stop talking about it <laughs> so um yeah and you know it's 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 like my second home you know i absolutely i absolutely adore it um, I definitely miss it, even though I'm not too far away. Mm-hmm. But with my work schedule, I don't always get the chance to go down there as often as I'd like to.
0: H- how far is it away from you right now?
1: <laughs> only about sixty miles or so. That's it. Oh, okay. So it's not very far. Not it's it's far. only about a forty-five minute hour drive, just depending upon traffic. But uh, because of my work schedule, working overnight, um, it can it sometimes on the weekends, you know. You don't always have the opportunity. Sometimes you do. So,
2: okay.
0: Oh, all right. Well, the yeah. reason the reason why I ask that is because uh, lately I've been asking my guests uh, where they're originally from and where they are now, and their motivation okay. is because uh, for me, I feel that I have so I feel that a calling is coming on me, and New York because I'm from New York. I have been my entire life, but I feel that New York will not be like my final home. You know, so okay. I I and and it's funny because I do have friends who were uh in New York, but they've moved down to like Florida and they're like, dude, like you need to come down here. It's been great. And they've been there for like, well, some of some have been there for 10. Some have been there for 20 years and they're like, Try right. me, man, it's good. It's a better way of life and all that stuff. I'm, and I'm not necessarily saying that I would go down to Florida, but like definitely New York every year it's it's making it's being more apparent to me that i need to like leave and you know venture out and then you know do my own thing and get that calling you know
1: okay i understand that much yeah for sure
0: cool all right so let's get down to brass tactics okay so we're going to talk about uh ghosting and <clears throat> so if anybody doesn't know what ghosting is, um, this is the uh, definition from Wikipedia says ghosting, also known as simmering or icing is a colloquial term, which describes the practice of ending all communication and contact with another person without any apparent warning or justification. And subsequently ignoring any attempts to reach out or communication made by said person. All right. And um, I know that, people have experienced uh ghosting it's it's almost like i mean unfortunately it's almost like a a normalized thing now um uh, i know that uh what's it called maybe like a month ago i i that's probably like the last time i experienced it i i was on uh, instagram and i saw somebody that i haven't seen in like literally 12 to 15 years it was a girl and i'm like oh my god like whoa like uh, we used to uh work at uh we used to work at a camp together we were both camp counselors and i'm like oh my god like i haven't seen this person in so long so i went to her profile saw that she was like a fitness guru and all this stuff and she uh had a child and i was like oh man that that's crazy let me let me uh reach out and i was like hey what's up and she's like oh my god like martini what's going on and i was like oh i'm all right and i saw that she uh was like a, a postpartum like emotional coach and I was like oh wow that's that's pretty interesting because i myself have been l- seeing um things about being like an emotional coach, coach or uh going into like sociology or something like that because again i want to uh better myself and i'm like oh that's that's crazy that you're doing all this stuff that's so cool hey like how how did you get into it and 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 all that stuff and then uh you know a, a day passed by two days passed by and i look and I saw that she saw my message is cuz it said seen and then like it's mm-hmm. been a month and like that's the last that I've heard from her. <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, did I say something wrong or I don't I don't I don't get right. it." Right. <laughs> so it's it's just so weird. Um what 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 has been the most recent uh ghosting experience that you've had? For me? Yeah.
1: Um, well, I mean, pretty much, I mean, the, the most, you know, the most recent thing for me that I have had, uh, pro, you know, probably just was within the last year, um, last year around June, um, you know, with, with the, with the scenario that we're going to talk about in a little bit Mm -hmm. with my relationship, that probably was the most recent ghosting the only time i've ever experienced it Um, really that's pretty much mm -hmm. yeah that's that's pretty much the only um well you know actually no i take that back okay Um, i was
0: about to say (laughs) i was like hold on well
1: (laughs) well uh, so okay so so that was that was the most recent Mm -hmm. um but i had but I did have a um somebody who recently had popped back up in my life on social media
2: mm-hmm.
1: um after not talking to me for pff, maybe years. Mm-hmm. I don't even I couldn't even tell you the last time that I had talked to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was somebody that I've known since high school. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody in high school that I had considered a really close friend. Um, I could talk to him really about anything. Mm. Somebody that I dated in high school, actually I met through him and, um, we had kept contact all throughout college because obviously I went to school. Uh, my undergrad is in Florida. And so, um, after I had moved to New Orleans, I don't remember exactly the time, but we had been talking and then all of a sudden he got this new job. Which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with getting a new job, um, but at the same time, it was like we used to talk all the time. All of a sudden, then he got a new job, and then all of a sudden, he just
2: disappeared—like
1: hmm. from the face of the planet. <laughs> now, granted, I mean, if you know, I mean, if I was busy at work and didn't necessarily have the time to reach out, um, I, 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 you know, I will own that. But at the same time. It was just all of a sudden, just nothing. And then all of a sudden, you know, he popped back up. um, And because his job is kind of like a travel... um, I don't want to say that he's a travel agent, but he's like one of those people. Have you ever seen like those travel groups and they have that sign that says, you should be here. (laughs) And like, there's there's just a whole bunch of people and it's like this travel group or whatever. And so like... I feel like they're supposed to be like selling their job and things like that. Right, right. Well, um that's what he started doing and then all of a sudden he popped back up into my uh into my social media and was like, "Hey, how are you doing?" or I don't remember exactly what the conversation was and I was just I don't and I had some some smart-aleck comeback because I was just like, "Dude, I'm like, you haven't talked to me In God knows how long. And now all of a sudden you're trying to pop up and be friendly. Yeah. It's like, it's like, no, it's like, come on, man. Number one, it's like we were friends for over, for, for 10 plus years. Right. It's like, there's, there's no reason. You know, I have, I have other friends who I've been friends with for that long. And granted, we're both full-time. We both work Mm full-time. You know, he's got a family. Like, but we keep in contact, we check on each other every other day, we may not necessarily talk all the time like we used to. But this is still somebody who's in my life pretty consistently on a day to day basis.
2: Mm.
1: So it's like, don't all of a sudden, you know, don't disappear. And then all of a sudden, you want to pop up like everything's okay, and that we're still the best of friends. And so after my comment, he was just like, Oh, okay, he's like, fine, I'll leave you alone then. (laughs) And I was like, And I said – my reply was like – I said to him, I was like, that's not exactly what I meant. Right. But you can't just pop up in my life after you haven't talked to me for years and and expect everything to be okay. Well, I didn't get a reply back from him, so whether or not I'll hear from him again, I don't know. But not that I'm worried about that because that's not – that's not somebody that I would need in my life if they're gonna do that. So.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like he pretty much he pretty much double ghosted you, <laughs> which is <that's> horrible.
1: <laughs> pretty. I mean, pretty pretty much. Which I mean, you know, I mean, that's that's that shows that kind of character. But you know. Yeah. To each their own, I guess.
0: No. No. You're right, and and it's so funny that you talk about that person because um I also had another person who I was friends with for like ten years, and I remember last year, um. Uh, she would post, she would post uh, pictures of like, you know, d- the different piers around the like New York, New Jersey border, like looking into the city, looking at the skyline. And I'm like, Oh man, that looks like awesome and stuff. She's like, yeah, but it's it like, cause she, she would always want to like visit like each pier that she would post. And I'm like, Hey, like when, when the weather gets better, like why don't we do that? And she's like, "Oh my god! Like that'd be so amazing!" I'm like, "Yeah, that's cool." Because it was around like December of like last year, but then um, right, I started get uh, um around like March, um no not last year. Sorry, yeah yeah. yeah. Oh no, I, it was last year. Um, and I was like, "Yeah, let's you know let's let, let's do that once it once it gets warmer." So, uh, it was around like uh actually April of last year. <laughs> April of last year, I was like, "Okay, hey." you know, it's time, you know, let's, let's, let's do this. Like which, which like peer thing you want to go to first. And like literally, uh, cause, cause I went to go back to get my, uh, fact street. The last time I heard from her was April 28th, 2021. That was the last time I heard from her. It's been, it's going to be a year, <laughs> you know? And I'm like,
1: yep. Yeah. Cause it's officially April now.
0: Yeah. So I'm just so. like, uh, all right then. <laughs> it's like, sure uh, okay well all right guess guess she's not gonna reach out again <laughs> you know right so weird so weird but yeah so um we are definitely gonna get into uh your story now because i am very excited <laughs> to know <laughs> what, what the hell uh happened but you know first things first um so uh we are going to get into it so it's being ghosted after being in a long-term relationship, so let's let's start from the beginning. How did you guys meet?
1: So we actually um, we actually became friends in twenty eighteen. Um, I have, um, I guess, more or less. I have never really had the opportunity or the luck, if you want to say. To meet a partner at work. Mm-hmm. Number one, I just think that that can be sometimes a difficult situation, especially if something happens and you both are still working there. Yes. Um, and so I don't normally dive into that realm because mm-hmm. um, I think it's just better. And also... Uh, I feel like people at work are just nosy.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they are. (laughs) Right, right,
1: correct. And so if something happens then they're going to want to be like, oh, well, you know, well, what happened? And then it's going to be he said, she said, and it just becomes a mess. Anywho. So, um, and at the time, I had not really been looking for somebody. I had kind of just been doing my own thing. Um, And so we had kind of become friends um we were cool um his position at the hospital um he was on he had started on a similar shift that i worked and so um and i met him one day when i was trying to assist a patient in getting home um and um we just started talking and you know how some people you just instantly click like just, you're just cool people with mm-hmm. as friends. Mm-hmm. And so um, we had actually started talking um, just as friends 2018. And um, we had talked probably. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, You know, probably for a good, I want to say maybe about a year or maybe almost a year um, before he's actually the one. We were having a conversation one day during the summer and he's actually the one who said, because I asked him, I don't even know how the conversation started, but I had asked him. What exactly he was looking for or where he or what he wanted to get from our situation. Mm -hmm. Just because the fact that we had already been talking for a year, even just as friends, I just was trying to get kind of like a vibe. Sure. And he was the one who said that he wanted to see where this could go. Okay. And I was like, oh, cool. Cool. (laughs) Because, <laughs> like, I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't really looking, you know, um, for somebody, and I have also, there have been times in the past, especially in college, which, I mean, everybody has, a, you know, I'm pretty sure probably many stories from college, but I have put myself out there meaning expressed liking for somebody, and it's blown up in my face. Sure. And so I'm not always necessarily the first to make that move because I have been burned a couple of times in the past. I hear you. Anyways, um, so I was kind of excited just because the fact that I was like, oh, it's like he actually likes me. I was mm-hmm. like, this is cool. And and I know that that sounds ridiculous, uh, especially, you know, being, uh, you know, 30, 32 years old. I mean, now I'm 34, but – um. You know, being I, I a grown adult, but it was like that's.
0: I don't think that ever gets old. At least for me.
1: It it, pro- it probably it probably doesn't. It you know just doesn't happen very often. Sure. Um, I guess you know sometimes if you're when you've been in situations if your feelings haven't been reciprocated. Anywho, um, and so technically. We didn't start dating until about December. We didn't really go on our first actual date, meaning like just me and him, um, until uh, prob- in pro- probably the fall of 2019. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So our first official date and then our actual second official date, which was in December of 2019, um, that was the day that we kind of together decided would be um, our official, like, anniversary that we, like, actually became a couple. Okay. And so, um, you know, I'm not, you know, not saying everything was perfect, but, like, you know, for me, um, and I know that this is probably going to sound strange to some people, maybe not, but... <laughs> Uh, I had never had, you know, as, as a girl, you're kind of told, or you're kind of, um, things are, are expressed to you of, of how you should be treated and, and what somebody should do for you. But it kind of goes both ways. I had never had somebody that actually, um, that actually got out and pumped my gas and paid for my gas for me. Mm. So this is something, you know, he did. And, um, you know, he would always pay for things if we went out and and whatnot, Um, which obviously, I mean, I feel like anybody would appreciate. Oh,
2: sure. So,
1: you know what I'm saying? So, um, obviously, the pandemic hit, um, but, you know, everything was still, you know, we still made it through the pandemic. And I thought to myself, which I'm, you know, I'm sure other people probably have thought the same thing, you know, well, shoot, if you can make it through the pandemic, you know, you can, you you probably can make it through anything, Mm -hmm. you know, both, both were working full time, you know, our schedule, schedules were opposite, but it was like every other weekend we saw each other. So, um, our one year anniversary came around at the end of 2020, then 2021 started. And, you know, everything was going well. Um, After my birthday, and then kind of into March, um, you know, things kind of started to be not necessarily weird. It just, because of our schedules, we weren't able to see each other as often. But we still talked on the phone every day and still, you know, hung out and and went out and, and whatnot. So, it didn't really sparked me as concerned and then up and around about May um, because his birthday is towards the end of May we spent his birthday together um, a couple of weeks later because sometimes you know sometimes his phone service would go in and out um, and so I would have to reach him at work and so all of a sudden then I hadn't heard from him and hadn't seen him now mind you because of the fact that we had also been together a year, but we had known each other pretty much two years, mm-hmm. um, I had also given him a key to my house mm-hmm. as part of my anniversary gift, basically, as if to take the next step, you know, for us to be kind of moved towards that in our relationship.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was a big step for me,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, because I, number one, I have never given anybody a key to my house. Oh, and also, he is the only person I've ever introduced to my parents. Mm. So that makes that makes the ghosting that much worse. Right. But anyways.
0: <laughs> so, hold on. So hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Because like <laughs> you're 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 answering all my questions without me and without me asking them. <laughs> so but this, okay. But this is great though. Well,
1: but, if you if you if you have if you have a question, please stop me and ask me.
0: No, no, I, I, I definitely do. Um, I got a ton. okay, so um first, other other than the chivalry, what did you like about them?
1: Um, so, so we shared a lot of common interests. Um, I know that that sounds cliche, but um, that does make everything um, that 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 does make a difference True. when you really do share, you know, the common interests, and you kind of, you know, you, you you look at life in a similar way. Um, now I've always dated somebody, uh, older than me. Um, and I think that that's just always been my maturity level. And so that was also a bigger factor. That's all. That was also, I guess, if you want to say bigger factor, maybe deciding factor for me. Mm. um, was the fact that he is older than me. Mm. Um, you know, he, he, he made, he always made me laugh. You know, he, he allowed me to be myself. Um, you know, I was, I was never made to feel uncomfortable. And so that's always, you know, I mean, nobody can beat that, whether you're, you know, whoever you're in a relationship with a man and a woman, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, he, he was, you know, he was very respectful and, um, you know, and, and he, um, never made me feel less than mm. because of my age, okay. which is a bigger factor for me as well. Because sometimes, sometimes with people that I have encountered, if they are older than me in a relationship, depending upon the age difference, look at me as younger. And granted, I understand that I am, but my mindset is not. Mm-hmm. And so I still want you to treat me as your equal. Sure. So.
0: Okay. Um, what? I mean, if you don't mind sharing, what were some of the common interests that you guys had?
1: Um, so, um, so he actually restores, um, he actually restores old school, um, low riders. Oh. Um, so one, yeah, so one of the, um, you know, he doesn't do it as much as he used to, Mm -hmm. um, many years ago, but, um, so one of the common interests that we shared, obviously, is our, um, appreciation for cars, Mm -hmm. um, you know, cause for me, um, that's, you know, if I, if I could, if I could have my way, you know, my ultimate car, you know, is a, is a, is a classic Mustang convertible. Um, <laughs> but I don't have that kind of cash. <laughs> um, and, um, and also, you know, we shared, uh, we shared a love of movies. Those were two of the biggest things. And then sports granted, we had, um, differing sports teams, um, but, you know, um, always supportive, you know, kind of poking at each other just because of the fact that both of our teams were were always competing. But, you know, those were three of the bigger factors um, for us. And then we had a common love of food <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and the
1: willingness to be and the willingness to be able to, you know, to try different places and. Um, you know, which is always, which is always fun and, and exciting because it, it makes things interesting. So
0: sure. Um, do you know what he liked about you?
1: Um, I mean, um, I know, you know, I know he appreciated my hair. I can tell you that much. I know that some people might think that's superficial, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, I, I definitely. I mean, I guess I. I guess I should say I would like to think, um, you know, that he appreciated my personality.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I know that he. There was definitely attraction. So, if you want to say that he, you know, liked the way that I looked, mm-hmm. um. Uh, you know, I mean, all those might be superficial reasons, but eh, there's still reasons, um, and I, I mean. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, you know, I know that um, he did appreciate, uh, you know, he did appreciate my personality and my heart. Um, so beyond that, um, I guess, you know, might be sad to say that I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I guess those those were the, those were, I guess, more or less the basics. Right. You know, um, he did appreciate my feet. <laughs> which sounds <laughs> <shall> I- <laughs> Which sounds kind of weird, but <laughs> hey, you know, every everybody has their thing. Yeah, so.
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I was gonna say it's 2022. It, it, it's all right. Feet is not I the mean, worst he, thing yeah.
1: you can hear. <laughs> no, this is very, this is very true. Very true.
0: <laughs> so I saw on your uh, IG profile, and, and please uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that he gave you a gift for your anniversary which was a super mario 3d collection for the nintendo switch which is an awesome system by the way um how how did that feel was he was he always attentive like that
1: um he was and that's and that's the and so so that actually um we were actually out together um because oh so that's another common interest that I that all uh, for some reason just now popped in the back into my brain. <laughs> we also had a love of gaming systems. Okay. Um, and so, um, uh, we had actually been out because he had a couple of his um, of his PlayStation games that he wanted to go to a uh, a local game store that actually will clean um they have a, a system to clean to clean gaming um discs um you oh. know of scratches and things like that and so we actually you know we've actually been there a couple of times and um so you know that was one of the things that he um that he actually got me while 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 we were there it may not necessarily have been like a surprise as far as like, oh hey, you know, hey babe, I bought this for you, but it was still, um, it's still appreciated, just because it's you know somebody pays attention, sure. um, because um, early on, you know, um, you know, in our friendship, but kind of towards the second half before we became a couple, um, and then like the first half of of the relationship. Um, you know, sometimes we would talk on the phone and he would be like, Oh, you know, I have something for you coming in. And I'm like, Oh, wow. I'm like, that's so cool. (laughs) You know, like he would, he would just, he, he would buy me things, you know, and, and he, like, he also, um, liked, um, appreciated cologne and then perfume. Um, and so, you know, sometimes if he, if he would, um, you know, if he caught a scent or something that he really liked and that he thought I might like, you know, he would buy it for me and then just surprise me with it. Mm. Um, you know, which is is appreciative because that's just somebody who pays attention. Sure. Okay. So. All
0: right. Um, now, you said that he met your parents and and you and you said that this was like the first time you've ever done that. Um what what did they think of him
1: so um so first of all let me just explain that he met my so he met my parents during the holidays oh god he <laughs> yes so he he met my parents at thanksgiving and spent christmas with my parents at my at my house while my parents were in town for christmas break because my my mom works at a school. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um my you know, my parents my parents really liked him. Mm-hmm. You know, my da- him and my dad bonded um because, you know, they could talk about cars and they could talk about sports and football. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my mom liked him because um you know, she saw how he treated me and um it's funny which Granted, I feel like this is probably moms everywhere. <laughs> um, you know, she, anytime she could tell by the way that I talked on the phone or through text message, which I still think is is crazy, but it's probably you know it's probably a mom thing. Um, if I was with him, because she could she could tell the tone in my message or in my voice of of you know of of the happiness. Mm. You know, the the difference in my in my I guess my tone and my texture which I mean, like I said, it's probably a mom thing. Right. But anyways, <laughs> um, you know, so they, you know, they they really liked him. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know, obviously they have different opinion about him now. <laughs> um <laughs> after after what happened. Sure. But um, you know, they, I mean, they were really happy, you know, for me. Um and yeah, it was, you know, it's not that I didn't want, um, you know, him to meet them. You know, I was really excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it, it was Thanksgiving happened to be the time that, um, um, you know, during the pandemic that we were a- finally able to do that. And so, you know, I was, I was really excited, um. So and then you know we got and then that's the other thing we got joint Christmas gifts and that kind of went out the wayside and you know mm, but say lovey such is life.
0: <laughs> um, did you see any red flags like anything that concerned you when you first started dating?
1: <sighs> not that would have to- not that would have told me that he would have ghosted me. No. Mm-hmm. Not in the least.
0: Okay. Mm-mm. Um. Now, at this point, I guess after meeting the parents, how long were you guys dating for?
1: Um. Okay. So, so he met. So he met my parents in November, and then December was our one-year anniversary. He spent Christmas because our anniversary was right before Christmas. So that's December. So January, February, a year and a half.
0: Okay. So, so yeah. five
1: months. So five months later.
0: Okay. So okay. So you guys were together for a year and a half, and I know you said you gave him um, your key, and that was a big deal for you.
1: Well, I, I I I I had I had an additional key made for him. Oh okay. Right. Oh uh, okay. Yeah. No. No. Yes.
0: So first, how did that make you feel doing? that
1: um f- you know for me um because truthfully number one um I I had never really um had consistency in a, in a in a relationship um the way that I the way that I had the way that I did with him um so you know for the anniversary I really didn't know exactly what I was going to get him um but I had actually talked to my mom and um um I don't even know how we got on the subject and um I decided um that that that, that would be Um, the gift, I mean, obviously in addition to other things, but that that would be part of the gift. Um, So um, I was really nervous, you know, because obviously number one, you're, I mean, you've opened your heart up to somebody. If you've been with them for a year and a half, you've known them almost two years, two and a half years. Um, you don't know how they're going to take it because you know. I guess to a point, you know, you really don't know how somebody's going to react if you take that major step, even if you have been with somebody, and maybe maybe that's just me being skeptical. I don't know because I've this is that was really the most consistent relationship I've had, mm-hmm. um, and so, um, but I was also excited. Just because it was me being vulnerable and being willing to take that next leap into, you know, continuing a relationship and trying to um, take that next step. So, you know, you're kind of nervous and excited at the same time, which, I mean, I can say that that's, that's kind of what where I was when... Um, you know, when I gave him that key.
0: So, Mm so when you gave him that key, um, do you, did you guys ever plan on moving in with each other or?
1: Um, so, well, I mean, so right now, you know, I mean, right now I live in a one bedroom apartment. Mm -hmm. And so, um, is there really enough space for that to happen? Not really. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, um, but you know, at the time it, it was, um, it was more of the, um, I guess if you want to say the, the possibility of making that the next step, um, you know, cause we had, um, he actually lives in his childhood home um because he took care of his mom when she got sick and um so he he technically had a place to live i guess if you want to say that
2: mm-hmm.
1: um you know he had he had a stable residence it wasn't like that he like that we were both in an apartment or anything like that um and so um you know, there, there were a couple of times when, it, you know, I had made a comment about, um, I don't know if I, may, if I you know, made, a, made a comment talking about, like, if I lost my job or something and didn't have a place to stay. I don't know what I said. And, you know, there were a couple of times where he would say, you know, oh, well, there's always, a, you know, there's always room over at my house. Um, but it was never, you know, hey, I want you to move in with me or, hey, let's discuss the next step. Of us you know trying to start a life together or anything like that, and not necessarily that that had to be the official statement um you know, right away, but it was more of just um, you know giving giving that access to him, just because the fact that he was over at my house pretty much every other weekend when I was off. And so that was kind of where I had come up with the idea to give him a key for him to be able to, you know, to give him that access in order to possibly start that process.
0: Right. So, yeah, so basically trying to plan a future.
1: Correct. So it wasn't that it was necessarily, oh, hey, I'm going to give you a key and then, you know, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) But um, I figured... And again, we were together a year and a half. I figured that after giving him the key, that then, you know, there would be the process of discussing that possibility of being able to, you know, figure out, like, living arrangements, possibly, if that was the case and and whatnot. So,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: okay. So, all right. He's got the key. Guys are, you know, living your lives. So what were some of the signs, if there were any, that alerted you that something was up?
1: You know, probably after my birthday, um, it it kind of like we still, you know, we still went out, you know, out on dates, um, you know, sometimes um, because of our schedules being opposite, didn't always get to spend as much time together. Which didn't really bother me because we still talked all the time. Um, So, you know, I knew that there was still the connection and and whatnot. Um, Probably about April, you know, there were, he had a couple of um, life events that um, he kind of uh, went through and um, that I didn't, that, I don't want to say he necessarily shut me out, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: but, um, I kind of wasn't, I guess if you want to say kind of wasn't fully involved, Mm -hmm. um, in what was going on, which I mean, I understand everybody has their own way of dealing with things. Um, for me, you know, the biggest thing probably other people can probably agree with, you know, the only thing that I ask is, um, that I asked of him, which would be anybody, Um, anybody that I was in a relationship with is just for you to be honest with me um, and to kind of, you know, just let me know what's going on. I'm not saying that, you know, granted, if I've been in a relationship with you for a year and a half, um, you know, I feel like you should be able to come to me and let me know what's going on and I can kind of help you deal with it even if you have to deal with it in other ways on your own, that's perfectly fine. Cause everybody's going to deal with stuff the way that they need to. Um, so about April and May, um, you know, it, it kind of got a little bit less and less. Um, I guess if you want to say that we kind of saw each other, um, but we were still talking on the phone um, one night, you know, we went to dinner Um, and then, um, after we hadn't seen each other for a little while, obviously the connection was still there. Um, but I still kind of, you know, felt that maybe something was wrong. And I've, and I had asked him multiple times, like, you know, you know, is everything okay? Like, you know, what's going on? And he would try and tell me, you know, everything, you know, everything was okay, But, um, you know, he would say the, the last conversation that we had when I, um, when we were hanging out for his birthday, um, you know, you get, you get the, the expression of, you know, it's not you, I promise it's not you, but you really don't get a further explanation than that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like I said, we still spent his, you know, his birthday together, um, and then, um, over the next, maybe, if you want to say, couple of weeks, um, you know, I had called him at work, hadn't seen each other, um, for a little while, and then, um, you know, my parents came into town, um, to visit, and, Granted, you know, if he had said, if he had called me and said that he wanted to hang out or if he wanted to see me or he, even if he had come over because the fact that he had a key, even with my parents being there, they would have been perfectly fine with me um, going somewhere and having a conversation with him or whatnot. They'd have been perfectly fine with that, but didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... Uh, I had tried to reach out to him at work, got in touch with him at work. Um, you know, and I knew, I I mean, you know, I know that he's busy. So he was, he, um, he asked if I, if he could call me back and I was like, sure. Well, I never got a phone call back from at work or otherwise. Um, from there, you know, I had tried to reach out to him, um, on Father's Day, I had I drove by the house on the way home from work. It happened Father's Day happened to fall on the same day of our anniversary. So I had left a card um in his car, like literally in the crease of the door to where if you open the door, it would fall out. So it's not like you could miss it. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, basically wishing him obviously a happy anniversary, but also, you know. Pretty much telling him, like, look, I don't know what's going on, you know, but I'm here for you. You know, hopefully we can figure things out and, you know, move forward. Um, whatever. I don't remember exactly what I said now. Um, you know, please, you know, just, you know, let me know what's going on. Give me a call, something. Nothing. No acknowledgement of the card, you know. Because I know that the phone, I know that the phone at work was not broken, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's an auto body shop. Mm
2: -hmm. But
1: neither here nor there. Um, didn't get anything. A couple of weeks went by, nothing. Almost like he fell off the face of the planet.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. And then I made another attempt to go by the house again on another Sunday after work, and um. Left another note, another card, saying the same thing, not, you know, it wasn't an anniversary card, but simply saying, like, look, I don't know what's going on, but I'm here, you know, like, can we talk this out, um, you know, hopefully we can move forward, blah, 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 um, nothing, not acknowledgement, not a thing, nothing, still just zero zip, not a, like, Dunzo. Wow. Um, right. And the crazy part was I still had some of his stuff at my house. Mm. I still had, you know, um, um, a couple of um, some of his jerseys at my house. I had one of his gaming systems and um, some other items. And... Um, my mom was just like, you know, she said, you just need to take his stuff and leave it at the house. And she was like, you just need to, you know, to, to, to be done with it. She said, because, you know, it's, it's only going to hurt you in the end. If you, know, if you just keep, if you just keep the stuff at the house and, and, you know, don't let it go. And I'm like, this is true. Yeah. So, um, so that's what I did. Um, one day, I think maybe it was, again, after work, or maybe it was a day off, I had bagged all of his stuff up, put it on the porch, and washed my hands. So, and haven't heard from him since. Um, you know, he lives in the same area, but, um, you know, nothing I can do about it now. So.
0: So, so. All right, so you said you haven't heard from him since. Like, how long has it been?
1: I haven't heard from him since June of last year.
0: And he lives in the same so area last... around you.
1: Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep, same city.
0: Wow. So when this ghost thing was happening, wh- what did you think at first? What What did you think happened?
1: Truthfully, you know, I still really don't know. And that's the thing is, like, you know, I don't know if I if I said something. I don't know if I did something. You know, I don't know if, and that's like, sometimes, you know, I look back at it now and I'm like, I'm like, I never should have given him a key to my apartment. But, you know, of course, it's like, so I'm like, okay, so you're telling me that it's not me, but clearly your actions right now, all signs point to it being me. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, granted, now, I mean, obviously, I know that that's not the case, but mm-hmm. um, that's that's exactly how it makes you feel.
2: Sure.
1: Because it's like, so, so one minute you're telling me, you know, it's not you, I promise it's not you, but yet, then when this happens, the only thing that you can think of, well, sh- you know, shit, what did I do? Because that's the thing, I don't even know what happened.
0: Right. And 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 you still don't know. Correct. Wow. Um back then, did you ever try and reach out to his friends?
1: Most of the people that I met um were most of his work people. Mm-hmm. Um because um you know, because of previous experience that he's had of being burned by friends, you know, I think he's got a very close group. You know of people. Mm. Um, I've met some of his family, um, like you know, because um, a couple of times when he would be at the house and we went grocery shopping. Um, his cousin worked at one of the stores that we went to um, that he introduced me, um, and that's you know, and that was the first time anybody had ever introduced. Well, yeah, no, that was the first time anybody had introduced me, and actually, you know, was like, hey, you know, this is my girlfriend Molly, and I was just like, oh. I was like, that's so cool. I was like, I was so excited. But anyways, um, so I, you know, tried reaching out to, um, one of his, one of the, the, somebody at one of the shops that he used to work at, um, or I shouldn't say used to work at, that he works at, um, and the, um. And the guy was like, well, you know, he, he doesn't really work here. He just comes by on occasion. I don't remember exactly what he said. And I was like, um, I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Granted, I guess maybe um, I could have probably actually gone to the shop. But at the same time, because I do know where the shop is. It's actually nearby. It's actually near his house. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like. I didn't feel that that was my call. I felt like I had reached out to him and that at this point it was him that needed to reach out to me to, to figure out like what was going on, you know, because I had done my diligence. I had called, I had called his work. I had called him at home, um, and I had stopped by multiple times. And so it's like, okay, it's like, I've done all that I can. It's like, now it's like, you know, if you want this to continue working, you know, at the same time, it's like, you need to also reach out to me.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: And so, and I did, and I did still see somebody who knows him, who's known him for a long time, um, who had recently got a job back where I work. I haven't seen him since. And that I follow on social media, and had reached out to him, and was like, "Hey, you know, have you heard from him?" And 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 um, I don't know if he ever said anything um, to him or what, but I never got contact or anything like that back. So who knows?
0: Wow. Um, so, yep. have you found closure from this?
1: Um, I found closure myself if you want to say that Mm -hmm. um because you know when i um you know when i when i took all of his stuff and set it on his porch that's you know that's me closing it on my own you know washing my hands of it um is there is there really closure just because the fact that i don't know what happened Mm, not really Mm -hmm. but that's just, you know, that's just something that, you know, I'll have to wonder, right. you know, because I don't know, you know, I don't know that that there will ever be closure just because of the fact that I don't know, number one, if he'll ever reach out to me um, and I'm not trying to open that wound again by reaching out to him. That's just, nope, I'm not doing it.
0: Right. Um, so I saw this article called, uh, ghosted after a serious relationship, 11 tips to help you recover. And I saw one, uh, talking about closure and it was number five. It said, learn that sometimes no closure is the closure you need. One of the worst parts of being ghosted after a long time together is that you have no explanation or understanding of why the relationship failed. There's no final argument, no chance to say how you feel. You probably have a lot of things you'd like to get, you'd like to tell your ex, but you're cheated of the opportunity. You might even feel like you want them back to give the relationship a second chance. As much as it it feels like you've had no closure from the relationship, the fact that your ex has ghosted you could be all the closure you need. It takes a particular type of person to leave a serious relationship without facing their ex and giving them the respect of a proper breakup. It's an immature and selfish choice, and that's not the character of person you want to be in a long-term relationship with. They've shown that they don't value your feelings the same way they do their own. You deserve more than that in a partner. If you had the chance to talk to them one more time, do you believe you'd get anything positive from the interaction? Or would it just hurt more to see them after knowing they were so willing to run away? So I ask you, Molly, what would you say if you could talk to him one more time?
1: The only thing that I could say like, basically to ask what happened, you know, or why. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I know that that sounds cliche, but, you know, like, I I just want to know why. You know, like, we were together a year and a half, you know, I still don't think ghosted, being ghosted, or ghosting somebody is right. Now, you know, if you ghost somebody after two months, three months, eh, you know, I guess I can kind of sort of, see that Mm -hmm. um but you know when you've when you've known somebody you know almost two years two and a half maybe you've been with this person for a year and a half and more than that it's like you've actually met family parents um you know that's a that's a big step for a lot of people because that means that the person can see you in their future or that they want to possibly try and, and have a future with you.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so, I mean, I think that would be just be the biggest thing, you know, would just be to ask, you know, was it something I did? Like, you know, just what happened? Cause that's, that would, you know, that would be the only thing that I could really ask. But I think that that article is correct um in saying that you know trying to reconnect afterwards after you've been ghosted for me i think all it would do all it's going to do is open a wound back up and just hurt me just because the fact that this is somebody that i cared about and that you know i had a I, you know i did have a meaningful relationship with but at the same time, it's just like, that screwed me. I, I don't want to say that that screwed me over, but I mean, that hurt. Sure, yeah. You know, like, you know, because it's it sucks when you've been with somebody for a year and a half, and then all of a sudden, you know, and especially when this is somebody that you talk to every single day on the phone, that you have, you know, hour-long conversations with, To the point where either one of you, where one of you falls asleep on the phone with that person. (laughs) I mean, you know, that's the kind, that's how long our conversations would be. And that's, you know, uh, that's just how sometimes what happened. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I feel like that, that would be the only, that's, I mean, truthfully, that would be the only thing that I, that I would be looking for it's just an explanation that, I mean, that's, you know, because I would have, I would have given you meeting him, you know, it's like, I would have given him more respect as a man. You could have, sim- he could have simply told me, he could have simply said, look, Molly, you know, I really do care about you. And I, you know, and, and I think I, you know, not, I think I want to be with you, but like, I see you in my future, but, uh, you know, We need to take some time apart and see if we come back together or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Would it still suck? Absolutely. Because you're still breaking somebody's heart. Yeah. But I at least would have been able to look at him and would have been like, okay, you know, I understand. Mm -hmm. It still sucks. But, you know, maybe we can continue to make this work. Right. Now... You know, this happening, especially especially with somebody who is, you know, more than ten years older than you. It's like number one, you know, we're too old to play that type of a game.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it's not it's not okay. It's not okay to do to anybody, whether you're eighteen or, you know, older than that. I mean, does not matter? It's not okay. You know, I would have respected I would have respected you more as a man um, if you would have just been honest with me. But now, being that it's almost a year that I haven't had any contact with him, um, you know, um, my mom's right. When I've had conversations with my mom, um, you know, we did have a um, a meaningful relationship, so I am thankful for that. Um, but at the same time now if i think about him you know he's just he's just a you know he's just another person in the past now unfortunately right so it just sucks because it was somebody that i actually really did care about and could potentially see um in the future so
2: Hmm.
0: okay so what would you do if he if he decided to contact you said he was sorry and wanted you back
1: (sighs) oh you know honestly um I'll be completely honest. I really don't know if you want my honest opinion. Okay. That's good. Um, I, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I would like to say, um, that I would not be willing to see him, but I think to an, to a point, um, you know, just because I did not have an explanation, um, I probably would at least be willing to hear an explanation. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if that's, you know, I I say that hypothetically. Sure. Um, granted last year when all of this occurred, um, and I think that that's part of the reason why I had not returned his stuff yet was because I was trying to keep it as a way of, you know, in case Mm -hmm. he reached out to me and wanted to have a conversation. Um, Because if he had, um, you know, he could have called me from work and he could have said, look, I'm really sorry that I've been, um, you know, uh, that I've been away or or whatever, you know, that I haven't been around lately. I've had some things going on. You know, can we go to dinner and talk or or whatever? Or can we just meet up somewhere and, and have a conversation? Yeah. If that had happened, um, between the time of, like, um, you know, me um, giving him that first card, um, I would have considered reconciliation, if you want my honest opinion. Mm -hmm. Because that was the biggest thing, is it's like, okay, so... I know you, I know that you've got the card because I literally stuck it in the door of your vehicle to where you, it would have fallen out. All you had to do was, or I shouldn't say had to do, all he could have done was call me from work. It could have been a two minute conversation. Could have been as simple as, hey, you know, hey, sweetheart, whatever, you know, I got your card, you know, thank you so much you know whatever i know i haven't been around or something can we ha- can can we talk later this week can i come over whatever blah 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 mm-hmm. so um you know that could have i would have at least considered that possibility and that was another reason why i had given him the key as part of the anniversary was as a way of telling as a way of saying to him uh Like, look, you know, you don't have to have my – like, this is me giving you permission to come over to my house whenever you want to. Right. Because, obviously, that's the person I was in a relationship with. It was not like he had to worry about walking in on me with somebody else because, you know, obviously, number one – well, I shouldn't say obviously. But, number one, I'm not that type of person. Mm -hmm. But if I give my – if I give – a copy of my key to somebody i would hope or i guess i should say you would hope that that's the only person that you are involved with yeah you know definitely. for most of us that is the case yeah. you know what i mean
0: but that, that would be dirty if like a chick out there is right. giving copies of her keys to different dudes that she's seeing at the same time right. oh
1: my god right Right. I mean, I mean, you never know. Hey, uh, you know, people, people don't surprise me anymore. But And I mean, anything is a possibility. Right. But me as a person, you know, that's not how I roll. Yeah. yeah. So because um, I would never want somebody to do that to me. Of course. Not, but still, yeah. that was the whole point of I mean, nobody wants that. Nobody would want anybody to do that to them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But, um, you know, that was. Also, the whole point of giving him the key was basically as a way to say, look, you don't have to ask my permission to come over. This is me, you know, giving you, um, access. So, but such is life.
0: Um, has this relationship affected how you approach new relationships and or men?
1: (sighs) Oh... Yeah. Um you know, I, I well, I mean, I feel like I feel like once once people go through something like that, I feel like everybody, um, you know, if you say that it's not going to affect you, I think you're lying to yourself. Sure. Um, to, to an extent, to an extent, I don't want to, I don't want to put a blanket statement on, on everybody. Mm. Um, cause every, everybody deals with, you know, breakups and situations differently, just like anything else. Um, however, you know, if you have been scarred or hurt, it will make you approach things differently. Um, you know, number one, um, you know, a, a, a friend of mine, um, When I was telling her about the situation. You know she brought up a good point. She was like. She said. um, He should have. She was like he should have been the one to give you a key. And you know asking you. To move in with him. She was like because you're the prize. Um, And she was like. Not the other way around. Which to a point. Is true. But at the same time. Both people in a relationship. You can see them in in that in that scenario, meaning that both people are the prize in a relationship with in a relationship that you're trying to make something work um, but you know do I know do I necessarily will I give somebody my key ever again? no
0: oh wow
2: wow
1: um and I mean and I, I I say that now it could be different. Depending upon the next person that I meet, you know, if I depending upon the connection, sure. Um, I I say right now, you know, I I don't know. I'm very hesitant to give somebody a key.
0: But, um, yeah, understandable. But I mean that that sucks that you feel that way, but completely understandable.
1: Um, so well, you know, I mean, and I say that, and probably still because I'm only, you know, it's only I'm only just coming up on a year. I may feel different later. Um, but I can definitely say. Um, uh, meeting my parents, eh, I, that's, that's gonna, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a a case by case basis. Because right now, number one, the fact that you're the only person that I've introduced to my parents, number one. And number two, the fact that you spent two major holidays with my parents. Oh, I'm sorry, three major holidays with my parents because, uh, You came over Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving because I had to work, um, Christmas, and then you also came over and spent New Year's Eve with us. So you also rang in the New Year with my parents. Jeez. So, you know, huge major holidays. Yeah. Um, You know, and it's like, that's like, you know meeting like meeting my parents yeah that's that's a that's a humongous deal for me. Mm -hmm. Um so anyways, so I you know I don't know as far as that is concerned. Um but um hopefully you know hopefully maybe somebody can change that. You know, I I don't know. Um but I'm trying to not allow it to um give me a negative view about guys because I do understand that not everybody is the same and not everybody is going to do that to you or treat you the same way. I understand that. Um but at the same time, you know, I was not looking for anybody when he when we became friends and then when he expressed interest in me. So that was different for me. Um, and so you know, that's that was so that made it a lot different as far as um, my interaction is concerned, because it wasn't me going after somebody, and I don't mean going after somebody. It wasn't me expressing my interest. It was somebody else expressing interest in me. So it made me open up in a different way, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, trying to put myself back out there, um, taking it, you know, a day at a time. But um, yeah, it does. I mean, you know, it, it kind of it, it kind of makes you hesitant, um, just because of the fact that you've been. Uh, you know, that you got screwed over. I mean, to put it plain and simple. Right. Yeah. So
0: Hey, what's going on? It's me Martini. Now I know you just heard the flashback sound, but I am not actually in the past. I am from the future. The future, 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 Yeah, I completely forgot to uh uh instill not instill, I completely forgot to mention because we're we're at the halfway point of the episode but i completely forgot to mention the other aspects of ghosting and i wanted to get that in there before we continue with molly's story so we got so there's the three parts that you know i've chosen to talk about which was you know ghosting being a phantom menace a free spirit or a ghoul guarding their soul so We've already heard how ghosting can be a phantom menace um through Molly's story. But also, um there's other ways too. So um I wanted to uh read something. Read an article or a bit of an article. Um, where is it? Okay, this is from um Hello Giggles dot com and um, it says five early warning signs someone is about to ghost you so it says there are so many people out there so don't waste your time on someone who isn't giving you their best foot forward or who is consistently making you feel confused if you notice any of these below signs they're about to ghost simply cut your losses wish them well and move on so early signs of ghosting someone number one their texts seem in, unenthusiastic. Instead, of, instead, they take 10 hours to text back, respond with one-word one answers, and don't seem too interested in keeping a conversation going. Hold on. Let me let me read that. Early signs of ghosting someone. So I just took the liberty of just, you know, um, skimming these down because I didn't want to read an entire article for you guys. So, number one is, their texts seem unenthusiastic. Instead of, instead, they take 10 hours to text back, respond with one-word answers, and don't seem too interested in keeping a conversation going. These are all signs they don't view you as a priority, uh, Kraft Chick says, and that, and that they're probably about to ghost. Number two, they unmatch with you on their dating apps. That's that's pretty bad. Um, number three, they don't mention going on another date. Even if you got the best feeling on date number one, it's pretty telling if this person isn't jumping at the chance to talk about date number two. Again, things come up and life gets hectic. And yet, if they were super interested, Craft Chick says, they'll let you know. Which is true. I've been on a couple of dates where I'm like, hmm... It was all right, but I never ghosted, though. I'd just be like, hey, you know, just not, you know, not feeling it, whatever. It, it would it would hurt me a lot because I don't want to disappoint anybody, but at the same time, I don't want to lead them on either. Number four, they don't seem present when you hang out. Let's say you're on a date and this person isn't making eye contact, keeps checking their phone, and or isn't asking you any get-to-know-you questions. If they seem distant, it's because they are and according to certified relationship coach Julia McCurley it's a sure sign that they aren't that invested and number 5 they seemed bothered by you and i think that's what i get right now <laughs> there's this uh well let's read it <clears throat> um if you get the sense in any way that you're bothering this person consider it a sign a relationship relationship coach Liam Barrett says you might notice that they pull away from a hug seem annoyed via text or send your calls to voicemail even though they were all about you only days before this is true yeah i think i have a friend well not even a friend a person that um somebody wanted to uh wanted they wanted to see if we were compatible we weren't necessarily weren't but i think we had chemistry um but every so often i would text and be like hey what's up and they take forever to text back and i'm like yo you're not that busy <laughs> you know especially since like i'll work with the person not, not the woman but i'll work with the one that introduced us and you're texting him as opposed to me and i'm like mm, you don't think we're not gonna know anyway whatever it's fine but now so that was like Um, a ghoster being you know a phantom menace now let's talk about a ghosting a ghosting being a free spirit so there's 11 people reveal why they completely stand by ghosting and it's from bustle.com and these are well this is three people that they talk about talking about they completely stand by ghosting um yeah this is from bustle.com um person's name is johnny he's 28 And he says when they're lying to you, he says ghosting is an okay thing to do and it might be even a good idea in particular situations. A great example that comes to mind is if you are having suspicions that the person you're talking to is uh, talking to online is a catfisher and is using a fake profile on their dating app or social media profile. When you notice the signs of a catfisher like they keep coming up with excuses on why they can't get on video chat or they try to move the relationship too quickly then it might be a good idea to ghost the person and move on that actually happened to me it was one of those like scammers it was a woman like a long maybe like five six, five, six years ago um i had a really like long like conversation with this person not not like not in one time, though, like maybe like four or five months. And She was like, oh, my God, like, you're so awesome. I want to meet you so bad. She, you know, sounded mad foreign. And then she started talking about, oh, I lost my job, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm going to need some money. I'm like, mm, you think I have it? <laughs> you know, I'm poor. You know, like, it's not even that I, you know, I wouldn't give it to you even though I wouldn't. But what makes you think I have money? Like, I'm I'm just as poor as you. Anyway, yeah. So that that's one thing you know, if they're catfishing or whatever, yeah, just ghost them. And I, 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 well, actually, I don't think I ghosted the person. I was like, listen, this is the last time I'm talking to you because I know for a fact that you're not real. (laughs) And then like, that was it. Uh, Christiana, who's 28, she says, when they send inappropriate contact, content, insulting commentary, inappropriate photo, any dialogue that makes me feel unsafe. It's 2019. Don't be a jerk online. Consider me, consider me likely to ghost if you are perfectly fine that makes complete sense i completely understand that and yeah you shouldn't have to tolerate that just you know just ghost the person like that's it and don't be a dick online guys don't do that
2: or and women
0: you know just don't do it and becky 45 says when they're being a zombie i think it's perfectly acceptable to ghost a ghost or zombie in other words if someone shows signs of being flaky and inconsistent in the early stages of dating you know not following through on plans vanishing for a week and then reappearing this should be a clear sign to move on if someone isn't making an effort early on it's not going to improve over time and if someone is too busy conflicted distracted uncertain to reply to a text or keep a date do you know do you really want to potentially date someone like this the answer no that's good you know that, that's all good um so we got some of that um but now let's let's flip it or now it's like you've you know you've been ghosted but how about if you want to you know ghost the person and stuff like that this therapist this is another um article i i don't know where it's from but it says why this therapist thinks it's okay to ghost people sometimes so what to say instead of ghosting someone so this is good too so the article says, language is knowledge, leverage, and power. In general, people feel more confident having hard, possibly awkward conversations when they know the right language to, nu- to use. So, what are some of these scripts that could be helpful when you just aren't feeling it anymore? One is, I, I've loved getting to know you and the time we've spent together, but I don't feel a romantic connection with you and wanted to be upfront. If you feel uncomfortable remaining friends, I would love that. Ops obviously I will support whatever you decide so that's that's a good that's a good parting away message another one is I've had a lot of fun hanging out with you I don't mind I don't think our I don't think our ideals align with some super important areas so I don't want to continue dating romantically thank you for your honesty time and vulnerability with me that's a good one too mm-hmm. I mean yeah some of these things sound cheesy but it's better than ghosting and not knowing where the person's coming from, you know? And the last one is, um, I want to be honest with you that I am not feeling romantically interested in you. I respect you and have valued our time together, but I don't see it going any further. Um, isn't it helpful to read an example of what letting someone down gently can look like? It can be done with so much care, intentionality, and genuineness. It will also leave all parties feeling less confused and respected. And who doesn't want that? Boom, exactly. But now, let's go to the last part, which I thought it was interesting, where it's a ghoul guarding their soul. So this article is from magnetofsuccess.com. And it's talking about the emotions that ghosters feel. So it says, since most people aren't bad people, Ghosters initially feel a lot of guilt and shame. They worry about whether ghosting is the right thing to do and if they should instead be direct with the person they no longer want in their life. But since the power of emotions outweighs their thoughts, ghosters usually lose their internal battle, get emotionally exhausted, and ultimately let their overwhelming negative feelings push them to run away from their problems. That's when they decide to ghost and immediately Start to feel immense relief, peace, and quiet. And finally, get the freedom to enjoy their free time. Upon ghosting, ghosters often feel bad for their actions, but they don't usually feel bad enough to to reach out and apologize. They think that their happiness is more important than the happiness of the person they hurt. So they continue to believe that they did what was necessary for their well-being. That's interesting, too. That is real interesting. Um. And two last things is where um, an article from mindbodygreen.com says eight reasons people ghost in relationships from experts and research but there's only two things that I found interesting where, where it says it's baked into their attachment style which I want to get uh, a friend on to talk about attachment styles but essentially Attachment theory was originally developed by British psychoanalyst John Bowlby while examining the intense distress infant's experience when separated from their parents. There are four attachment styles in adults, but when discussing the act of ghosting, Evie Williams focuses on two, anxious attachment and avoidant attachment. Those who are anxious tend to crave intimacy and feel insecure about their relationships while those who are avoidant are uncomfortable with closeness and value independence most. People who have either of these attachment styles may not want to have those hard conversations because maybe their family didn't have hard conversations when they were young, says Evie Williams. And so, having those types of conversations involves vulnerability or being truthful with how you feel about that person. Very, very interesting stuff so something to definitely mull over about when you know the ghosting phenomena happens in your next dating experience like oh man should i ghost this person is this person ghosting me well i wonder why that person did this what are they feeling hopefully you'll look into those things you'll look into these things that i've talked about and not deem the person a bad person um even in molly's situation of course um she went through what she went through and she has absolutely every right to feel how she feels. Um, But at the same time, you know, you at least want to see it from that person's perspective, regardless of how you feel about the person at the end of the situation. But, you know, you want to know like, man, why the hell did they do that? Instead of having it internally, like, scar you because it will i mean i I, i've been ghosted and it it hurts it's not fun but yeah so definitely like look at those um look at those pieces and and uh see see what uh comes out so all right uh that's it for the uh flash forward i suspect anyway all right let's get back to the show um so On your IG profile, it says that you're just looking for my own hooligan. What does that mean?
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. So, uh, for people who know me, um, uh, I am a Bruno Mars fan. Um, absolutely adore that man (laughs) to no end. Um, I am a lover of music. Uh, you know, it um any time if I'm having a bad day, music will help me get through it, whatnot. So Bruno Mars and his band, um, it's Bruno Mars and the Hooligans. Mm. But also his fan base, that is what um you know, that is what his um fan base is called that we are known as hooligans. Gotcha. And so, and so, um, you know, I, I say that because of, um, you know, being a Bruno Mars fan doesn't necessarily mean that I'm looking for somebody who has to, uh, share my love of Bruno Mars. You still got to respect him. (laughs) Um, but, um, you know, uh, for me, um, you know, saying that, um, you know, you're just which I think everybody is, you know, you're just looking for somebody to kind of experience this crazy thing called life um, and you know to be with you, I mean, I know it sounds cliche, but like you know to to be for somebody to be with you through the good, the bad, you know the ups, downs, the crazy, anything basically somebody that you know will stand next to you no matter what happens um and so that's kind of where to a point where that comes from as well
2: okay all right
1: so but it may it it mainly has to do with bruno mars shout out to bruno mars
0: (laughs) (laughs) no it's fine because when the yeah because when i saw that i was like i'm sorry (laughs) i was like okay okay i gotta ask her what that means (laughs) yeah if you
1: yeah you know if if people those who are fans of bruno mars you know understand that reference gotcha so all right who are true who are true fans of bruno mars let me say that who have you know you know who have who have followed him from you know from kind of from the get go Mm -hmm. so yeah
0: okay um what do you want in your next relationship and what don't you want
1: uh what don't i want well
0: yeah well what do you want in your next relationship and what don't you want
1: um oh i mean uh, like I, I feel like i feel like i just keep being you know uh, a broken record <laughs> um and that i i feel like i feel like i'm super sometimes like that it's super cliche but it's like you know Um, I mean, for me, you know, I mean, transparency, um, you know, is a big factor. It's like, I just, you know, I'd rather you just be straight up and honest with me rather than trying to hide stuff Mm -hmm. from me, you know, um, if, you know, be upfront about what you want, you know, if you're only looking for something, um... You know, if, if I'm only gonna be a placeholder in your life and you're not looking for something long term, I'm I'm not I'm not the person for you. Mm-hmm. That's that's not my goal. Um, you know, you have to um you know you, you, you have you have to date with a goal, you know, and with a purpose. It's not just to hop from one person to another. I've never been that type of person. That's just not my forte and not my style. You know, more power to the people who can do that. That's just not me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I i mean, I know, you know, I know sometimes, sometimes for people, not just men in general, because I know sometimes people will say that, you know, men can't open up about their feelings. But, um, you know, I, I need, I shouldn't say need. I want somebody who can... You know, to know that um, they can they can tell me anything to express to me. You know, basically to, to kind of let me know what's going on, no matter what it is. Um, you know, and we'll try and figure this thing out together. You know, that's the whole point. If you're in a relationship with somebody, you're supposed to be. That's the whole reason why they're your partner. You know, you're supposed to figure this thing out together. It's not just supposed to be one-sided. Because then that's, I mean, then that's how it doesn't work out. No, you're right.
0: Makes, makes sense.
1: Um, um, I, uh, what I don't want, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I you know, I, I don't, you know, I don't need somebody to, um, to, you know, I don't need somebody to try and sugarcoat things or to, to try, you know, to try and, and give me this whole spiel or try and, you know, impress me or, you know, um, you know, thinking that that's, thinking that that's going to, um, you know, make me, um, want to, Want to be with you. Or have a relationship with you. Because it's like. You know. I just want somebody to be honest. And it's like. You know. Trying to tell me about all of your achievements. Or this that and the other. um, Like up front. Before I even know who you are. You know what I mean. And I guess. That's a little bit of my experience. From from um, online dating. It's like. You know. there Sometimes you just get an inkling. You know, you just have a feeling, and, you know, women's intuition, a lot of the times, you know, it's never wrong. It'll never lead you in the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, you know, I, I know that that sounds, I don't know if that sounds stupid or not, but. (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. So.
0: Um what do you look for in a man?
1: <laughs> is this is this supposed to, is this supposed to be a dating advertisement? No, I'm just kidding. Um, um I mean, you know, of course everybody wants I mean, you know, everybody wants somebody that's going to make them laugh, you know, somebody that you can actually have a conversation with and don't feel like you're being judged. Um you know, um, obviously, for me, you know, I prefer somebody who's taller, um, than myself, you know, um, How obviously, sharing, com- um, I'm 5'6", so All I'm right. not exactly short, right, 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 Um, but, you know, um, I guess you can kind of say more for, fe- you know, for a female is more of, that's kind of, I, I guess, if you want to say kind of regular standard height.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, um, but, you know, um, for me personally, you know, sometimes if I like to wear high heels, I would rather have somebody taller than me. <laughs> sure. Now granted, you know, cause people are always like, well, but what happens if I'm like, look, I'm like, I'm not saying that I wouldn't date somebody who is the same height as me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not stupid. You know, if I, if I, if I met somebody who completely, you know, blew me away, obviously, Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm willing to give anybody a chance. I'm just saying the same way that some people, you know, have a preference for certain things, that happens to be mine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, somebody, obviously, um, I would appreciate somebody who is, um, you know, shares an appreciation for food. Um, you know, just meaning being able to try different things, um. You know, being able to cook together. I don't always um, cook myself, just because the fact um, of my schedule and working overnight. Yeah. Um, but um, that, um, you know, and being able to travel together. So, um, those are just some of the basics. You know, I guess if if you can say, for what I would look for in a significant other.
0: Right. Uh, do Do you like need the stereotypical or not need but do you want like the stereotypical like manly man like the man the man
1: um no because i you know i mean i i feel like um i feel like the right kind of person um you know can kind of be um can kind of hit all all of the different points if you want to say mm-hmm. um you know, just because um, I feel like maybe with the right kind of person, um, male or female, um, in in a, in a relationship with, if you're com- if somebody makes you comfortable enough, you can express your emotions. Um, I think sometimes I think for some people, um, if they've never been made to feel that it's okay to express their emotions, um, you know, they don't they either don't know how to, or they just maybe just don't you know, express their emotions because some people, you know, will say, oh, you know, you're not a man. If, and it's like, no, it's like, that's like, it's not okay to tell somebody that, or, you know, if you tell that to a female and be like, oh, you know, oh, you know, you're too whiny or you're too wimpy. It's like, no, it's like, you can't tell that to a human being. It's like, emotions are normal. Um But I mean, I feel like, you know, everybody kind of wants a combination you know, do I necessarily, does it have to be, uh, you know, a super rugged guy? No. Um, I mean, obviously you want somebody who's going to, you know, be able to stick up for you, you know, if the time presented itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, you have to have somebody who's like rough and tumble and right ru- No, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. So.
0: All right. Um, do you want any kids and how many?
1: Oh, so uh, I have always wanted to have a family, um, you know, uh, truthfully. Um, pre- prior to now, I don't know wherever I came up with this idea for some reason. Um, I wanted to be married and have kids by the time I was 25. Don't ask me where I got that idea. I don't know. <laughs> um, um, that is very ambitious. But, <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, num- life Um, you know, life presented something different. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm okay with that because I do know, um, you know, I do know people who have, um, uh, who have, um, you know, by the time of my age, you know, who have had, um, you know, married and divorced maybe twice. And it's just kind of like, yeah, that right. And it's like, yeah, no, that's not, you know, that's not anything that I'm looking for. Um, and, um, and so I, um, um, originally wanted to have four kids because both of my parents come from four children family. Mm. Um, you know, and so, um, but you know, surprisingly, my mom comes from a family of all girls, and then my dad comes from a family of one, two, four boys and one girl. Wow. Um. But yeah. But I lost. You know, I lost my uncle when I was very, very young, oh. um, from a motorcycle accident.
2: Oh
1: wow. Um, and um, you know. So yeah. I mean, I've I've always wanted to have a big family. You know, due to me being over the age of thirty now, do I if do I know if that's a possibility? I don't know. Um, would I like for it to still be a possibility? Absolutely. I get. You know, we'll just have to see. You know, I guess where life takes me. Um, I hope. You know, just because I you know I, I I would love to be able to do that and you know have that opportunity. So. All hopefully right. sometime soon but we'll see
0: yeah uh then thank you for talking about that because i did stalk your instagram and i saw something that was very nice and i want you to speak on it um it was on august 11th 2021 and you posted this from somebody and it said i want to marry into a functional family and when 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 they have cookouts game nights holiday dinners and b-day I want to be able to get breakfast with my mother-in-law and go shopping with their siblings. I don't want it to be just us. I want a family that's oriented. And then you wrote on, on the caption, I feel like that would be the ultimate outcome. Uh, can you speak on that? And why is this passage so important
1: to you? Um, well, Um. I mean, I feel like, um, um, you know, um, obviously, I mean, family obviously is what you make it. It doesn't always necessarily mean blood, um, because, um, sometimes, you know, you, you, you can make family out of your friends and, um, people that you meet because sometimes, sometimes those people, um, have proven themselves, you know, time and time again, Compared to other um, people who may actually be blood relatives. And, um, but, you know, being able, I feel like being able to marry into a family um, where you do have that connection with, um, you know, with the family and the people that you're marrying in, like the family that you're marrying into, I feel like is important for, um, like everybody's relationship as a whole. Um, just, you know, just because I feel like it, you know, it gives greater communication and gives, you know, better connection. Um, you know, this is just me personally, other people may not view it this way, but, um, You know, and I feel like it just, it gives, it gives a a different type of experience rather than it just being, you know, you and your spouse. You know, it gives you support and makes, you know, it allows you to, to have other people to count on, you know, if things are difficult. You know, if it's just you and your spouse, but you don't get along with their family or they don't get along with you, with, you know, with your family, you know, if something happens it's like okay so who do i turn to you know who who do i have for support if you really don't have somebody else that um you know basically if you want to say can pick you up you know at a at a very low point mm-hmm. so it just it, it just gives um it just gives i think strength to a family unit um and i feel like it's it's a it's a good support system for everybody to have doesn't always work out that way <laughs> um but i you know um but i but i feel like being able to connect to somebody's family um you know just gives you know can give a you know a deeper connection to um maybe to you and your partner so
0: no no that's that, that's very true yeah to have because i because i sometimes i do have uh friends who are married and um they'll say hey you know like the only people who matter is like you know me and, and this other person because sometimes you can't like rely on that family and and sometimes that that might be true but it it is better to ha- if you can to have a bigger foundation than just you know, just the two of you. So if it's like the six or seven of you, and you have this nice, uh, rock foundation, it will definitely help with. Well, I think with the the marriage, even though you don't need to obviously tell those people everything that happens in your marriage, but it is good to have. Well, right, a because foundation. that's. I
1: mean, you know, those are right. Those are your in laws. Those are your, those are might be the cousins, this, that, and the other. They're there, but you know, I mean, you know, I may not be married. You know, I'm not married yet, but it's like once you start bringing people into the marriage, then you, you know, you start to walk a fine line of then everybody telling you what you're supposed to do, what you're not supposed to do. And and then obviously, you know, if, if some of the family members are still single and not married and they're, you know, yeah, it can you start to kind of walk a, a really fine line as far as advice versus anything else.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. So that is is all of my questions except for one the the last question is always at the end um but we have come to the portion of the show where I hand over the questioning to the guests so i believe Molly has five questions for me so please Molly let, let's go let her rip
1: okay so um one of my questions is um uh if you if you woke up tomorrow and won the lottery what is the first thing that you would do
0: uh if i woke up and won the lottery what would the what would be the first thing that i would do uh i would
1: pro- or, or what is or what is what is something that you would do it doesn't even have to be the first thing what is something that you would do
0: oh uh well definitely most uh one hundred percent move my well Parents, but more more likely my mother to a new uh, home because uh, we um, well um, in case you haven't heard uh, if you don't listen because um, I I live with my parents and but my parent but my mother is uh, bedridden. So she really can't like obviously go anywhere and she's on like the second floor. So like, that's really a dangerous thing because we live in an apartment complex. So I would absolutely, you know, buy a, you know, a new place, whether, whether it's built from the ground up or whatever, but definitely get something and make it, you know, uh, you know, like wheelchair accessible and all that good stuff. And, and her on the first floor, so if any emergencies happen, you can just rush her right out. That that would be like the one of the first things that I would do. Absolutely.
1: Nice. If you if you could travel to anywhere in the world um, with the trip totally being paid for, where would you go? If you've ever thought about that.
0: I have and it okay, I've thought of two places, and it's funny because I am not necessarily a traveler uh like i mean i i have gone places, but I'm not like really a traveler, but the one place that I do and that I would absolutely hope to go to in like one of these you know days like in my life, whether it's like by myself or most likely a significant other, is to go to uh Maldives because nice. I love those um I love seeing the like Instagram posts there where it's you know it, you see like the huts over uh, no uh-huh. the the huts over the water and you know you see like the mm-hmm. bike the bike trails that are like connected to all the huts. Um, mm-hmm. I feel that like that's like so cool, and like I would just love to like ride my bike or ride a bike, whatever they supply you with, and just mm-hmm. just do that, just ride, just ride on that, and you know, just feel the sun because uh, I love warmth. I I hate absolutely hate the cold. So like, yeah. um, yeah. I would love to like do that, and you know, just chill in the hut, and you know, like just chill out. <laughs> like I would I would love to like nice. do that one day.
1: Nice. Um, okay, so, um, my next question is, um, what made you want to start your podcast show?
0: Uh, essentially, any
1: specific reasons? Well, yeah, I mean,
0: uh, pretty much half, half therapy and the other half just following, you know, an old dream that, you know, like, I kept in a box, you know what I mean? Cause I used to have, this isn't my first uh, podcast. I used to have an old one who uh, I, I had a co-host, uh, but that, um, that went by the wayside. I mean, it, it was good. It, I mean, I don't want to say it was it was popular, but people, people who knew about it liked it. But then okay. um, uh, we, we didn't have a falling out. It just ended. You know, it, I, I didn't have the time for it anymore. I, I really wanted to work on other projects. But at the same time, I like missed it. I missed it a lot. And there were just things in the news or or just on Instagram that I really wanted to have a talk about. I really want to talk about. Granted, I am no expert on any means, whether it's a relationship thing or whatever. But I absolutely love to talk about relationships. I don't know where that came from, but I've always I, I like the minutiae of like relationships. Why did things end? Why did it, why did it start? Uh, the buddy right. of a new relationship or anything like that. I, I love all that stuff. I read articles all day, nonstop about just relationships and all that stuff. I don't know. I don't know why I like it so much, but I do. So, okay. I wanted to start a new podcast and I did. And um, I love it. And and also too, like I, I, I like expression. So uh, this and also, like, my other projects that I do um, is just another form of that. So I feel like I'm honoring that passion of mine. So Okay. Yeah, it's fun. I cool. I, I like it a lot.
1: Nice. Um, Is there anything that you hope to gain from your podcast, if anything?
0: Mm, I don't know. Because it, it's funny because I, I know, like, the more and more people that I tell – they're like, oh man, like this can go far or, or whatever. But I'm like, like one, I don't know. I, I, I I'm a, it, it's, it's ironic because I am a, a, an extremely private person, even though I tell all my business on a podcast, but, um, I don't necessarily, m- my goal is to not, I don't know. I, I don't, nec- I don't do it for the money because one, I don't make right. money. No, I understand. <laughs> you know? I mean, if, if, right. if I can, if I could quit my regular job and do this, I would absolutely do it and, you know, and make money with it, sure. But that is absolutely not, right. my, not my priority whatsoever. Um, okay. Yeah. I like it because it's just, it's extremely fulfilling to me. Um, okay. Yeah.
1: Cool. Um, so last question. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could spend an hour with anybody famous, who would it be and why?
0: damn if I could spend an hour with somebody famous for an hour huh
1: or 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 it doesn't even have to be an hour if you could spend time with with somebody famous who would it be and why uh
0: well I mean I guess the first person that came up in my mind is uh, M. Night Shyamalan the director because okay i like his movies (laughs) you know even though like hollywood doesn't and and a lot of people don't um i i really like his movies and um yeah i would just like to like pick his brain and see how he came up with things or 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 talk about like his movies um yeah because i i really like him a lot um he he he's yeah i believe he is my favorite director and i know a lot of people like what there's better directors out there and and, and that's fine <laughs> but um well i mean that's i mean and
1: that's and that's i mean and that's their thought process not necessarily yours right, so.
0: exactly so um yeah I, I mean again not all his movies are gems but i still see a lot of uh creativity in them and um i see i see a lot of myself in him and in the movies that he does because sometimes i'm like oh wow I, like that's probably totally something that i would make like that's cool so yeah okay cool yeah nice that was all five
1: that's all
0: five okay all right cool all right so we are down to the last question and this is you know what time it is everyone this is from the skin deeps the and self-edition card game and this is card number 83 so how this goes molly is just i just pick a random card, and I read it, and we both answer it. All right. Okie dokie. Okay. So it says, Stop, take a deep breath, look around until you see a sign. What is it telling you? Wow. That was deep.
1: Stop, look around yes. until you see a sign, and what does it tell you?
0: Yeah. Stop, take a deep breath. Look around until you see a sign. What is it telling you
1: um, I, uh, a
0: sign. Hmm.
1: I i i don't oh. i don't know
0: Well, i I see mine. It says express <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> Yeah. Um I mean I know it's the uh Company Express cuz uh my uh I'm, sister went shopping. I mean I'm
1: <laughs> right. I mean I'm I'm watching I mean I'm watching I'm watching the new episode of The Mass Singer. Okay. So <laughs> so I mean I guess if you want to if you uh you know or I'm looking at a box that says truly um <laughs> so <laughs> y- y- Yes, you already know what that probably is. Um, <laughs> yes. So I mean, you know, but I guess it, you know, the mass singer, um, you know, it maybe you know the sign is, you know, just continue enjoying life, and anytime you get the chance, you know, just, I mean. You know, just sing, just dance. I I, don't know. I don't know. I mean, I really don't because I don't have right. really, I don't have a lot of signs in my house. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's, I mean, but I'm watching TV. So, I, you know, I guess if that's a sign or, or even the truly, I guess a, a better, you know, a, 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 a better sign would be, you know, just to continue being true to yourself and just live life truly, you know, in the best way that you can. There I feel like is. that's probably. No probably a better statement so.
0: <laughs> there it is, truly and definitely <laughs> all right, well, yep. that is the end of the show. Thank you so much, Molly, for being on the show.
1: You're very welcome, Thank you for having me, yeah, and
0: I forgot because when at the beginning when you're when you were talking about uh um, t- like twenty eighteen I forgot that's when I took my vacation to uh, New Orleans and we tried to like meet up, but we couldn't just, you know, we,
1: I did. I remember that. I do remember you talk, you, you know, you talk, we, us discussing that and we just, it just schedules just didn't happen to align, but I I remember you saying that you enjoyed yourself and you had a good time. So
2: I'm
1: glad, I'm glad that you did enjoy yourself and maybe the next time that you're able to get to New Orleans, hopefully my schedule will allow me to be able to, you know, Actually, be able to be like, "Hey, how you doing?" (laughs) Actually, see my
2: face.
0: (laughs) Exactly right. All right. So that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Listen Notes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at t-i-n-q-p-o-d that is tink pod if you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss you can email me at t-i-n-q-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com that is tink podcast at gmail.com and i'll read your suggestions on the next show so after today's episode i'm not saying i have the dating world figured out but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.